it's very imperative that you learn how to control your state and have the appropriate state for the action you want to take to get the result that you want. Because it's not just doing a thing, it's how well you do the thing. And how well you do the thing is determined by the state you're in. Yo, what up, what up? It's your man, Brandon Carter, and you are listening to the Victory Talk podcast. This is the podcast where we show you how to build your money, muscle, and mindset. I give you the lessons that I learned over my career building several multi-seven-figure businesses, and every once in a while, I bring in my successful multi-millionaire friends to teach you their lessons as well. No matter what podcast platform you're tuning into, make sure you follow us there because we are dropping new content every day that's going to help you succeed. Now, let's get into today's episode. If you've been following me at all over the last decade, you see I went from being basically broke to balling before your very eyes. And I didn't make that money off of YouTube, like I actually made it in business, but I was on YouTube at the same time. It's really just changing my work ethic, my habits, and there's three books that really influenced me a great deal. And they really changed my life for the better. And I can tell I was a different person before reading these books and after. And me saying that there's three books that are super important it means a lot because I've read two books a week for like over 10 years. All these books, like I, I read these, it's not like decoration, you know what I'm saying? And I have more books than this in storage and then that's not even counting what's on the Kindle. So I've read a lot of books. There's three of them that I think have may have had the biggest impact on me. And I wanna share those with you today. The first one is Awaking the Giant Within by Tony Robbins. So I read this book when I was 17, actually, and it had a profound impact on my life. Before I read this book, I thought that things happened to you and then as a result, your emotions were affected by things. And I never thought about being able to control your own emotions, regardless of circumstances. I didn't know that was a thing. It was a real eye opening for me when Tony kind of broke down how you can actually control your own emotions and how controlling your emotions affects your life. So Tony breaks down a lot of strategies on how to do that. I wanna just show you why that's important. If you wanna get some kind of result, you have to take action. But what people don't talk about is the quality of that action is dependent on what kind of state you're in. If you're gonna lift weights, but you just got some like real bad news, some sad news, your pet died or something, and you go live lift weights, it might be a lackluster session. The quality of that action won't be as good as if you were in like a pumped up state you just watched rocky three or some shit you know what i'm saying and then you you listen in the 50 cent and then you go in there and you're, you're pumped up mentally that that's going to be a better workout but what if you can control your state before you move into the action before i made this video i put myself into a state where i would be able to perform better but if i would have came in here all sad all right, guys, I want to show you guys about three books. It's like I'm doing the thing, but how well am I doing it? How well you do something is often dependent on the quality of your state. And anyone who's ever had a blowjob can attest to this. You know, the quality of the blowjob. Imagine you get some girl, she's like, I don't want to do it. She said, oh, do I have to? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But it, rather somebody who's scrambling for that motherfucker, like a loose ball at the Super Bowl, diving on it, gobbling it up. Man, can't wait to do it. She's been dreaming about that shit. She's been waiting for this moment for years. Perform moral sex on you. It's the same action, <laughs> but it's done in a different state. So that's going to affect the quality of the results. 
feel like you guys are getting this, right? So it's very imperative that you learn how to control your state and have the appropriate state for the action you want to take to get the result that you want. Because it's not just doing a thing, it's how well you do the thing. And how well you do the thing is determined by the state you're in when you do the thing. Before I made this video, I was fired up, I was ready. But if I would've came in here all sad, I wouldn't perform as well. You get what I'm saying? That book, my main takeaway was state control, how important it is and how to do it. There's only two things you have control over in the world. You can't control the weather, you can't control other people, you can't control any outside circumstances. You can only control your actions and your attitude. Guess what that is? Your state is your attitude and your, and your actions. That's all you can control. But if you don't control those things, then you have no control. Because you can't control other people, you can't control outside circumstances. Shit is gonna happen, bad shit is gonna happen. Like there's gonna be tragedies in your life. Matter of fact, the next tragedy is around the corner. Somebody you know is gonna die, get hurt, something bad's gonna happen, you're gonna lose money. We all go through these things. How are you gonna handle them? And if you can't handle the little things, how are you gonna handle the big things? And I really found how important this was when my father shot himself in the head. He committed suicide, blew his fucking brains out when I was 24. Of course I was sad, However, I was still in a position where I had to take care of my family. I had to take care of myself. I had to figure things out for all of us. I'm the man of the family. And even though I was sad, I had to control my state in order to perform the actions of getting to the money. Yeah, I was sad, I was, but like I had to focus. And at least when it was time to go get money, I had to be able to change my state. I can't be an oh, old dead daddy. You know what I'm saying? Give me a job. <laughs> nah, I had, to, I had to control my state when I went there. And maybe I cried some other time, for sure. I cried for years. But when it was time to fucking perform, I was able to control my state, get out there, perform. It's a vital skill that I think every man should have. Like, you have to be able to control your emotions. Men who don't control their emotions, they fucking beat women, they act crazy. They're the worst of us. A man not being able to control his emotion is super dangerous because he might go out to handle, shoot people, fuck people up. You can ruin your life and the lives of others by not having emotional control. Waking the Giant Within, no better book on that topic. All right, guys, hope you've been enjoying this episode so far and you're getting lots of value from it. On the Victory Talk podcast, our goal is to help you guys make money, build muscle, and improve your mindset with brand new episodes every day and we're not trying to sell you a bunch of stuff there's no sponsors like these other guys they're trying to sell underwear on their podcast some fucking bullshit that someone paid them to do i ain't doing none of that so if you found value in this at all man please write a review because it's really going to help us put out more content help more people make more money build their muscle and improve their mindset now enjoy the rest of the show Number two, I don't have my original copy because I read it when I was 17, but I have my Kindle version. Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. And I read this shortly after Waking the Giant Within. I read Waking the Giant Within when I was 17, right before I went to college. I went to college when I was 17 because I'm smarter than you. And then freshman year, I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad. And it really just changed the way I think about money. And the main takeaway I got from Rich Dad Poor Dad, poor people, they work to make money and then they spend that money to live, but they also spend their money on like luxuries and shit. That's what they'll buy the car or that's when they, they use that money to go on vacation or that's when they'll buy the nice watch. And this is like people, no matter how fucking rich they get, some people still end up going broke. The average professional athlete is bankrupt five years after retirement, bankrupt. I'm not talking about Tom Brady, and you know what I'm saying the average one, 
you might not know his name. I used to train a guy who played for the Lions. You when he was in the NFL, he was using his NFL salary, buying Lambos, had a mansion, bought his baby mama a Benz, bought his other girl a car. He's out here spending off the money he made working on the field. He gets cut. Boom. Can't afford the payments. Bankrupt. Seen that shit happen. However, ballers use that money to buy what? Assets. And then that pays for luxuries. For example, I got this midlife crisis watch. It is AP covered in diamonds. Bought it for myself for my 40th birthday. And it's not an investment. You know, I don't want to get into the whole, should you put diamonds on your watch enough? This wasn't, it's not an investment. It's a luxury. I bought it for fun. I like it. I'm from the hood. I always wanted to have a dope dealer watch and now I got it. But I didn't pay for it with the money I, I, I made working at my, my business or anything. I bought assets. In my case, I was buying stocks and I was selling covered calls against the stocks I already own, getting paid premiums. And then the premiums from that actually pay for it. So I can buy a few of these every year without having to spend any money that I made working. You get what I'm saying? So I just keep buying assets. And the real ballers, what they might do is use the money from the assets to buy more assets. Like you can just keep doing this and you don't never have to like buy a drug dealer watch or nothing like that. All my jewelry, I got, you know, Cartier bracelets. I got another AP that's not iced out. I got a, a Rolex. Well, the Rolex was a gift, but I got a lot of jewelry, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm from the streets, man. It was what you're supposed to do. But what I did differently is I used my assets to buy. And, I, and that's something I, I learned from Robert Kiyosaki, man. That was the main thing. I picked up from that book. It's a super good read. Really changed the way I looked at personal finances. And I'm glad I read that when I was 17. But I saw what happens when you don't do that. So those of you guys know my story. I grew up poor, South Side of Chicago. Like for real poor. My parents didn't have a car and shit. So five years old, my mom's walking me to preschool at 5 a.m. She's waking me up at 5 a.m. She walked me to preschool in Chicago snow. We get robbed. First time I had a gun in my head, I was five years old. Dude put the gun in my face and told my mom to give her the purse. My dad wasn't around a lot. He lived with us, but he was out here hustling, trying to get his shit together. I got sent away to military school. I had to live there. While I was gone, his business started to take off. Finally, 10 years later, his business started to take off. And by the time I left high school, he was making $3 million a year. Just for inflation, that's $8 million a year. I didn't get to experience any of it because I was gone at military school. I lived there. It was a boarding school. Then I went to college, Howard University. Boom, I'm in college. And by the time I was out, he had fucked up all the money because he wasn't doing this shit. I had just learned it when I got to college. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I didn't know how he was fucking it up, nor was I influential enough in his life to like set him on the right path. I was like, fucking teenager. But by the time I got out of college, he had fucked it all up. And then next thing you know, a few years after that, he kills himself. This is what happens when you don't know how to manage money because he became a great businessman, but he didn't know how to manage his own money. So I really saw the dark side of not doing this. It's not just about making money. It's about how bad it can get if you don't know how to do this shit. So that's Rich Dad Poor Dad. And then this might be my favorite book of all time. I think How to Win Friends and Influence People is the best book of all time. I think that'll help most people. But I think my favorite is Relentless by Tim Grover. I have, I have Relentless tattooed on, on my arm. The first year, I made a million dollars. It took everything. I wasn't going to no parties. I missed every fucking barbecue. I wasn't watching TV. I was waking up fucking 4.30, 4 a.m., working late, getting the bare minimum amount of sleep. You know what I'm saying? Just, just enough. I was focused. And it took everything, and it took a toll on my relationships and people around me. 
And they really tried to tell me that something was wrong with me. Like, I'm working too hard, man. You got to enjoy life. Take it easy. You got to have balance. And I was thinking, man, what's wrong with me? Like, I actually, maybe something's wrong with me. Like, I actually enjoy working hard. You know, in my mind, recreation is not the only way to enjoy life. In my mind, I'm thinking they need to go on all these vacations and do all this partying and do all these drugs and casual sex and all this other shit because they need to escape their lives because they fucking hate what they do but i'm enjoying this hustle i'm enjoying pushing myself to the next level but i it was coming from everywhere i started to think that damn maybe something's wrong maybe i'm fucked up and i was like tempted to like take my foot off the gas and maybe listen to these people you know maybe something's wrong with me i don't know then i read relentless i was like oh and this is how high achievers behave in fact kobe would probably be looking at me and saying i'm a pussy i'm not probably not even going hard enough in his eyes tim grover was the trainer for michael jordan he trained kobe bryant he trained Dwayne wade and a bunch of other and these guys all had that drive where they went super hard. And I was thinking, fuck, maybe I'm not even going hard enough after I do this. And it's okay for me to love what I do. Working hard and having work ethic is not a disease. It's actually awesome. Recreation is not the only way to enjoy life. Partying, bullshit is not the only way to enjoy life. In fact, all these other people, they need to escape because they fucking hate what they do. They can't fathom trying to push yourself to be the best you can be. That's where I find joy. I find joy in seeing what I'm made of. Pushing myself to the limit, seeing how much of a fucking badass I could be, how hard I can go, what kind of example I can set for my employees, followers, my son. I'd hate to look back on my life and wonder what could have been if I worked harder, what could have been if I really gave a fuck about my goals. Because what happens with these people who tell you to enjoy life, take it easy, is that they don't even enjoy life that much. The escapism shit they're talking about, you can't only do that sometimes. You can only go on vacations a few times a year. You can only party sometimes. You can't do it every day. I mean, I guess you could get high and drunk every day, but I'd advise against it. Because that's the only thing they equate joy with. That's the only way they enjoy life. They only get little pockets, little moments of joy. But when you learn to love pushing yourself, love seeing what you're made of, to, you start to love doing the shit and love accomplishing things that every day can be joy. I went on a vacation with my girl not long ago for our little anniversary and it was fun, but I had just as much fun today at my computer. It was a different kind of fun. It's like the, the fun that comes from accomplishment, the joy that comes from moving forward on a goal that you know is going to make a difference in your life and the life of your family. That feels way different. I get to do that every day. The people who think that enjoying life is escapism, they only get that sometimes. What they don't understand is the real G's are happier than they are, but they can't even fathom it because they hate their life. That's why they need to escape so much. That's why they preach the escape and they can't even understand why you don't. So basically, Relentless just let me know, oh, it's okay, man. Fuck this shit. I'm taking my foot off the gas. I'm going all the way. And then just made multiple, multiple millions after that, man. It's not even a fucking game out here, you know, and I plan to go even harder. And one more thing about that, all that enjoying life shit, all that fucking, all that shit, the way they talk about it, it's really... Hedonism is what they're talking about. It's hedonism. They're just doing shit that they find fun to, to entertain themselves. However, if you're building a business, well, you're going to end up with employees. You're going to help them feed their families. If the business is successful, you're going to have a product or service that people find what? Valuable. So you'll be helping your customers too. Or even if you just got a job and you fucking killing it at that job, now you're helping the business. And you help the business, you help all the employees at the business. You help the customers of that business to make money. You can't make it. People have to give it to you. 
and they only give it to you if you exchange value for it. So you have to provide way more value to make way more money. All that hedonistic enjoying life, it only serves themselves. But the hustlers, when we out here getting money, we have to actually provide value to get the money so we're helping a bunch of people they don't even realize how selfish they're being and they want to fucking tell you to chill and be selfish with them be hedonistic with them like a punk i'm not saying you can't do that shit sometimes i'm not not telling you not to if you a real g your life doesn't revolve around the next time you go on vacation sucker shit that means you actually don't love life and you gotta fucking escape because you hate it so much you can't wait for the next escape i'd hate to be like that they don't understand how fucked up they are and they think we fucked up. But that book let me know that I'm on the right path. Highly suggest you read it. If you ever just wanted to get deep inside the mind of Brandon Carter, just read those three books. And you'll like, this is basically the foundation of my personality. <laughs> All right, guys, hope you enjoyed today's episode. As always, thank you for listening to this all the way to the end. And in case you're looking for more free content and more free stuff that'll help you make money, build your muscle and your mindset, join our free Victory Unit Discord channel. It's 100% free. And I have free courses in there that you can download right now, today, 100% free. And we're putting new courses in there all the time. We're in there answering your questions. There's a group of people who are super serious about obtaining elite level success. And if that's you, go ahead and join the Discord. But don't join, you know, if you want to be average or mediocre. That's not the place for you. You won't find anything for you there. Right? If you want to be a regular guy who does regular shit until you die, that's cool. I'm sure you got redeeming qualities. The Victory Unit Discord, you won't find a lot of value for you. Now, if you're a guy who's hell bent on success and will not allow anything to stop him from accomplishing his goals, you fucking need to join the Victory Unit Discord. You need to stop whatever you're doing, whatever it is. It's not more important than joining the Victory Unit Discord right now. I don't care if you're holding a baby, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're at work, put the baby down. Walk out of that meeting, join the Victory Unit Discord right now, right? It's the most important thing you'll do if you're serious about success. And in case you're into video podcasts, you can find and watch this episode on my YouTube channel as well, all right? Holla at y'all. Peace.